What's going on, folks? Welcome to another Tales from the Hood mini sold. I'm Alvin Williams. By my side, as always, is my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? Um, we are happy to be joining you once again to tell you guys about yourselves, essentially. I mean, you guys emailing us to tell us about what's going on in your life, what has happened in your life, your experiences, your traumas, your joys, your sadnesses, all that stuff. And we've been really enjoying it. And this episode will be no different. Affirmative murder at gmail.com. Tales from the hood. If you want to be a part of the process, the magic, the community, we're happy to have you. And we're not going to waste any time any further, friend. We actually have an audio submission. And I'm going to go ahead and play it right now. It's from a listener. I don't even know if it says that they can use our name or not. So I'm going to let them talk. On the last Tales from the Hood, y'all asked for revenge, and I have a petty revenge story, and it just, it makes me cackle every time I tell a story, so I'm going to share it with y'all. So, diving right in, it's 2017, I'm a newlywed, freshly married, and I found out that my husband was doing shady shit, again. So, I decide, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like Wednesday when this all happens and I am back in Texas by Tuesday. And I didn't want to get divorced because I didn't get married to get divorced, but I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't treat me the way that I want to be treated. So we're talking, we're trying to figure this out. I'm like, listen, man, I don't know that I want to be married to you anymore. If this is how this is going to be, oh, I'll change. You know how that goes. So he says, I'm moving to Texas. And I said, hey, don't do that. I was living in Southern California without my support system, and I really hated it. Your support system is in Southern California. Don't move to Texas when I'm not sure that I want to be married to you. Period. He doesn't listen to me, and he moves to Texas anyway. He was, like, stalking me. I had my car checked for a tracker multiple times because he just kept showing up to places where I was at. Now, we're a small town, but we ain't that small of a town. So... We're living separately. I'm at this house that nobody knows where I live. Like my own mom, I don't think knew where I lived at this point. And we were kind of fighting at this point. And I decide, you know, I'm just going to watch some Netflix. And then I'm going to go to bed. And I'm going to go to work in the morning. And I'm going to have a better day. He deleted my Netflix profile. Mm. Now, technically, to be fair, this was on his account. But I had been on this account for years. I had been paying the dang bill for years. I felt entitled to it. And you know what? It wasn't even about the $9.99 for a Netflix account. It was about the fact that I had a perfectly curated profile. It was only showing me things that I would actually like to watch. It was great. So I was... Underrated. Yeah. That's underrated. Because you think you can just go to somebody else's house and put their Netflix on. You go, where's all the good shit? It's because it's your shit. That's why your Netflix looks different than everybody yeah, else's. Yeah, you, know you know what's funny? Because when uh, I went to an Airbnb last year, I went on a, somebody's Netflix account. Yeah. was already on there. So uh-huh. I clicked on it. I was like, what the hell is all this shit that's on here? garbage. Just random. I was like, this, this is bullshit. I don't yeah. know who this person is. This, this is. Yeah, this is the suggestions. It's trash. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Maybe even more big deal than the money, like she said. 
planning one day when I have the time to take screenshots of my list of things and then make a new profile. Well, I didn't get to do that. Well, I wasn't about to just delete his profile because that's just boring. So I decided to get a little petty in my revenge. And I go into his profile <laughs> and I start deleting things that are on his list that he hasn't watched recently. Oh, that's cold. Not everything. Just a couple of things. Just to make him go, I thought there was that one show. Then I decide to mess up his algorithm by adding things he won't like and liking shows and saying, show me more of this that he won't like. Gilmore Girls, um, anime, <laughs> just rom- romantic comedies that I know are not up his alley. And then I watch, you know, about 10 minutes of every show that I know is about a man cheating on a woman or that has cheating in the title. Because mm. if I'm going to mess up your algorithm, I'm going to make you confront the fact that you're a cheater. And then, you know, this is the part I don't feel great about when I think about myself. Like, this is not one of my finer moments. Mm. But his mother's profile was also in this account. And um, I should have left her out of it. But she didn't stay out of our relationship. So, I mean, consequences, Nobody's right? Safe. Mm. So I do all that and I move on about my business. Well, a couple of weeks later, I start getting a ton of mail at this house. I had a P.O. box. None of my mail came to this house. And I start getting mail that's labeled his last name travel agency and i'm like what the heck he doesn't have a travel agency we don't have a travel agency like what he had signed me up for some crazy list where i was getting insane amounts of mail every single day and i'm talking hundreds of pieces of mail Mm. like stacked all up together like a foot to foot and a half of mail I felt so terrible for my mail carrier. I tried to get him to like, just throw it all away. Of course you can't do that. Can't do that. Um, So like, you can't even be mad at this guy, my ex, because he took my petty and said, okay, here's some new petty. Mm -hmm. And you can't be mad at somebody who has an original idea. Now we're in a petty war. He probably stole it from Reddit, but I digress. (laughs) So fast forward, the marriage ends. Um, obviously we get divorced. It's now 2019, 2020. It's been two or three years. I am feeling sorry for myself for no good reason one day. And I am just having a bad day. And I get a phone call from that Southern California area code and I'm still working for my old company just remotely. And so I thought something about the business. So I get a phone call from our electric company for that old address that we shared saying that, your bill is so far past due that we're turning off your electricity in 30 minutes. This is like your 30 minute warning. And I just laughed. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is comical. Thank you universe. Thank you for showing me that I'm not supposed to be there. And I just go on about my business. Well, I get phone calls anytime I am feeling bad. It's like the universe knows. And they're like, you know what? Let me just remind you that you are not supposed to be in this terrible relationship where you aren't valued and you don't feel good. And we're going to show you why, because your bills are paid. So we're going to give you a call and let you know that his bills aren't paid. He still doesn't have his (laughs) life together. He's a grown man and you're doing great. And I just, I laugh every time because I'm like, it has been years. How am I still the contact on this account? How are you still not paying your bill? And I'm talking like every six to nine months, I get a phone call that the account's going to collections, that you need to call immediately, the electricity is being turned off. And it's just like, I work really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it sucks to not 
have a break or not be able to do the things that I would like to do because I'm making sure my stuff is taken care of. But I own my house. I own my cars. Mm. And guess what? My electricity bill has never been turned off due to non-payment. Mark. So it's the universe saying all that petty was worth it because you would be broke and miserable, stuck in traffic all day, and now you're living your best life. So keep on, girl. And with that being said, I hope you guys keep on with these tales from the hood. I love them. I think they're wonderful. Let me know if you want to hear all of my weird hoarder stories. I don't know if I have like a hoarder magnet attached to myself or what, but I know a lot of hoarding stories. I live next to one. I live near one now. It's a whole big ordeal, but y'all keep doing what you're doing. I love the new theme music and I love what y'all are doing with tales from the hood. Have a great day. I, I want to hear my them all. No, I want to hear them all. I want to hear all the hoarder stories. Oh, please. Get, get the hoarders in. You, I mean, I didn't even think I needed to be said. Yeah, bring them all in. We get you your own segment, Hoarding with Lindsay. Um, yeah, we need those immediately. Please send them all in. Let me tell you something. She pays her bills. Her bills are paid. Mm. She pays her bills. Her bills are paid. Okay? I like that energy. I like a little bit of petty, but not too extreme. She didn't cut up anybody's clothes. She didn't do anything. She didn't burn anything. She just was like, your lights are going out. Oh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I love to see my people that I hate doing bad. You know, I like people that keep it real when they go. Some, everybody goes, I like, you know, I wish you well. No, I like people that are like, I don't wish you well. You did fucked up things to me and I hope your life sucks. Please keep them coming. If you got petty stories like that of Lindsay, um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, also, I loved her southern accent. It was just so it was, it was just had just the right amount of yeah. twang to it that, that, that added this that dang, sassiness to that it. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dang I pay my dang bills. That dang bills. <laughs> I pay my dang I pay my dang bills. I pay I keep my dang lights on and his lights are you know, his lights aren't on. God so, dang it. Yeah, yeah. Dag nabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're fucking with it, you know. Affirmative murder is brought to you by My Life in a Book. With Mother's Day right around the corner, I just know you guys are thinking about a truly special gift for your mom. But let me tell you about a pretty priceless gift. MyLifeInABook.com It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book that you could pass down from generation to generation, which I think is a pretty awesome memento to leave behind. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. Your mother or the mother can either type her response or record her voice. MyLifeInABook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It would be like preserving her voice and her stories for all of eternity. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories, and this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm in the middle of my MyLifeInABook.com journey, and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. I've been asking some pretty thought-provoking and funny questions, and... You know, I'm excited to see the response, but I'm also just excited to have the physical book in my hands and know that I can look back on it in 20, 30 years. The interface is super user friendly. The questions are super easy to set up. It's a breeze of a process. So what I need you to do is check out mylifeinabook.com. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code AMP. That's A-M as in Mother's Day. P at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for the mom in your life this Mother's Day. One more time. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code AMP for 10% off today. We're going to move on to another email, but another shout out to Lindsay for an amazing voice recording. So this email starts with Fran and Alvin. What up? Huge fan. Love you both. 
I'm so proud of how far you guys have brought this podcast and how much you have both grown. I'm a little late, but I don't think I'd personally ever get tired of hearing it. So congrats on your wedding, Fran. Thank you. Yes. Congrats to Fran. Uh, if there's any way my name comes up. Oh, cool. Too late. Uh, no, I edit around it. So uh, person whose email this is, I edited. I did. I did say your name, but I'm now reading this and now I will edit it out. If there's any way my name comes out, please leave it out. Upside down smiley face. I'm sure I'll be submitting more stories eventually as I have been intending. But last night I was informed of some information that will live rent free in my head for the rest of my life. And I thought it might be interesting to you guys. It's just all messed up. I can't stop cringing. So a couple of years ago, I was working for a corned beef restaurant slash pub in one of the many hoods of Milwaukee called McBob's. I hate that name so much, but they have legendary corned beef and they paid well. If y'all ever come to Milwaukee and you like corned beef, it's worth the stop, especially if you'd like to observe the behavior of a cold blooded killer walking free and living her life. Mm. All right. It sounds it sounds horrible. But in almost every kitchen I've worked in, suicide jokes are common. In the middle of rushes, we make dark comments to survive the stressful situation. We're never serious, obviously. Maybe I'm insensitive. Either way, the cooks who had been there for several years always avoided these jokes around the owner, Christy, because her first husband that owned the restaurant with her shot himself in the head uh, in the basement of the restaurant. I always said hello, Robert, when I went downstairs to prep to stay in his good graces. So prep, I guess, like get food to get. Yeah, her husband. Um, To stay in his good graces. Uh, He was definitely present. Almost every restaurant I've worked at, at least one person died at some point, usually not because they were old. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Now, are you saying this, when you said hello, Robert, are you by yourself? Yeah. Because if we go down the basement and you say hello, Robert, I go like, excuse me? Yeah, it's like it's nobody. I would assume she says I go down there to prep to do my job by yeah. myself, oh, and I okay. just go. I acknowledge Robert the ghost, so that he doesn't feel like I'm disrespecting him or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if there's like people there, and they're like, "Who the fuck are you talking yeah. to?" Like, that's the ghost, Robert. Ooh, yeah. well, like if you like if you're training somebody. Oh yeah, I'm quit. I quit. I quit. If you tell me there's a ghost down there, if you go, uh, the ghost, yeah, the ghost. ghost. Oh, Robert's the ghost. So anyway, you will be working down here for about eight hours every day, nonstop in yeah. this basement. The lights don't really work. Yeah, like they, sometimes they flicker on and off, and um, it's a little cold. You make it like cool breeze hit you every now and then, but it's fine. <laughs> it's just Robert walking back and forth. Yeah, it's Robert. It's Robert trying to just come in and checking on you, and you cannot leave until it's time for you to go home. He's like, yeah. I have to stay. Oh, I quit. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't. That's I'm fine. I'm not doing that. So one day, I complimented Christy on her mix match socks. She went on to tell me that after my husband killed himself, I realized that life is too short to worry about things like matching socks. She's not wrong. She's a manic woman who is not to be fucked with when angry. She's a crazy little, fi- a crazy little round 5'2 pink-haired lady. She also drinks her Sauvignon Blanc on ice, which was definitely the first red flag for me. Well, you know, listen, people can drink wine how they want to. Let's not be wine snooty. If she likes to drink her wine with ice in it, that's her business. Uh... Is that like forbidden or something? Or? It's just like day class A. Yeah, it's a little tacky. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would know. I'm sorry? So you would know. I'm saying don't. I'm saying don't yeah. judge her. I was I was just saying too. <laughs> I'm just saying that you would know. Of all people, you would know. You know. Okay. You you know, the go, you're the go-to guy for you. I'm know, not a go-to guy for anything. For my what's, what? what's tacking? What's not tacking? I'm not what's, a go-to guy well. for anything, but th- that one I've heard people say that, and I disagree. If you want to drink a cold ice, a wine and it's not cold yet, 
Put some wine cube. Put some ice cubes in. Get that. But if I would like, if if I had some wine, I go like, man, this is warm. Should I use ice? You oh, go, you no. can't do it in my house. You go, no, don't do that. And yeah, go, you can't oh, do it. In my okay, house. I know you're not supposed to do this. Yeah, you can't do it in my in front I, of people. Okay, here's what I'll say. That's different because I wouldn't let you go out like that. I would, I would get you the ice. Yeah, but I would let you know, hey man, like you don't said, do this. don't do this in front of people. If you're gonna, if you're gonna open up wine in front of people, don't do that. But it's me and you, we're homies. Like, well, I've never had have your wine cold with ice. I'm just saying, right? But I'm saying, if you were to ask for some ice yeah. in my house, I would give you the ice, but also go. Let's do this with me and you. If you go out to like a dinner party or don't something, you're trying to flex because I know you're trying to get into wine. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I don't mean, want you to talk. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to talk that wine talk. And then you, they put the, they pour a little bit of it for you to swirl it, yeah, so you yeah. can taste it before they go. Do you want this bottle? You go, yeah. But could you drop some cubes up in this? Th- then now the sommelier is like, oh, trash. They're yeah. trash. They're, they'll get you the cubes, but they'll go. This guy, he's swirling the cup around. He's swirling the grass glass around, smelling it, all this stuff. You go. This is good, but do you guys have any um, shaved ice to yeah. put in this? I like the ice from Sonic. Do you guys yeah, have any I ice like, like from, that? From Arms. <laughs> it's less local. But I like yeah. the hollow. Yeah. I like the hollow, like hollow thick ice. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever ice you want. Maybe like this guy's a bumpkin, and <laughs> he bumpkin. he was he was pretending to know about wine, and then he asked for cubes. You know, it's just it's just warm wine. Yeah, it's just warm. I don't like it warm. I like it nice and chill. I like the curved uh, ice chips. Yeah, <laughs> I like <laughs> the ice. That, I like the ice that shapes like tater tots. Yeah. Can you put some of those in here? Do you have like, do you have like, do you fridge makes ice? Yeah, yeah. Like that type of ice that comes out of the fridge. So what is your selection of ice like tonight? Now you're getting, trying to be classy about the ice. Like, I don't just like any cubes. Of, hey guys, listen, I don't just like any cubes in my, in my wine. Yeah. You know, I like only certain types yeah. of I ice. I like tap water ice. I want to have a little bit of tap. <laughs> can I get some, can I, do you guys have sparkling water ice? <laughs> I don't want any of that tap bullshit. Can you get, do you guys have any, uh, do you guys have any Perrier ice? Or, you know, I would love some of that in there. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, so flash to about a month ago, I'm running my new restaurant and I had new hires who worked at McBob's or I had a new hire who worked at McBob's about 15 years ago. We got to talking about it and he casually brings up to me how Christy killed her husband. What? She was investigated heavily, but nothing ever came to came of it. And despite the bullet having entered the back of his head, his death was ruled a suicide. The fact that she murdered her husband is what kept him away from her, I'm guessing romantically. Mm-hmm. They have a lot in common, both MAGA freaks and blame vaccines on both of their children's disabilities. Okay, wow, okay. Spill the tea, person whose name won't be. But now I know why they didn't want me to say their name. Yeah. And I, it isn't in here, but it was. And I'm glad you said that because you're getting saucy. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, and another ex-employee of McBob's stopped by to support my business again. Super casually, she brings up how towards the end of her time there, she found out that Christy and Robert were first cousins. She then read out loud the following. I'm going to click on the link, see what happens. Uh, That's an error. Sorry, person, but that link doesn't go anywhere. So, um, would love to uh, send us an update and let us know what that link said. I don't, I couldn't open it. Anyway, the, the writer of this email goes on to say, I knew she had issues, but why the fuck would you just tell everyone you married and had a child with your first cousin? We as female employees would have been way less intimidated by her if we knew that she was a cousin fucker. Damn. Okay. I then joked that that's why she got away with it. They usually investigate the spouse, not the first cousin. <laughs> Uh, it would take a it would take a lot to convince me the reason her son is in a wheelchair is because of being vaccinated. It would take a lot more to convince me that it's not because he's inbred. Oh my god, I'm not reading that. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, redacted. I'm gonna redact what you said there, person. I, man, you're. I didn't write this. 
I didn't write this. Let me just make it. Cl- this is a real email. And you blame the if anybody's offended by what this person saying. I didn't write this, so let me just I'm just reading the words. So I might redact that part out that I just said. Because you damn. keep that in. I think I'm gonna cut that part yeah. out. What do you think? You cut last year. I said I've never seen nothing that bad. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh wow. Okay. I know this won't fuck with your head like it did mine because you don't know this soggy shoe of a woman. <laughs> Man, but shots fired. You don't got no. You don't got no gun. No gunshots on on the board. Damn. Uh, uh, what'd she call her? A soggy shoe? Nah, a soggy shoe is crazy. You gotta relax. You gotta settle down. You you are no, you're going insane, person who won't be named. We won't name you, but you can't talk shit like this and not want to put your name on. I guess you can. I guess when you're not putting your name on, you can say whatever the fuck you want to. But uh yeah, um so she's a soggy shoe of a woman, but I hope it was at least a little interesting. Have a beautiful day, gentlemen. I have some M-O-R-N-A-Y to make some Mornay. Okay. I have some, maybe that's a food restaurant. I don't know. You would know. I wouldn't know. I, why did Top stop saying that? What? I have some Mornay to make. I suck at typing, but I don't have time to edit. LOL. Peace and love. Another great email. Yeah. Um, there will be some things. I might have to add some bleeps or, or something in there. I mean, something. wow, you really went in, person that won't be named. Um. But thank you for that fantastic email. We appreciate it. That was great. We're going to read one last email before we get out of here. And this email is from, let I me mean, not even, I don't even, <laughs> let me see. Let me see if they want me to say their name first. <laughs> and da 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 and the story with us, sincerely, it's sincerely Riri. So, well, once you just put out an announcement to say, can you put it in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, you do it actually. Go ahead. Well, I think you guys, when you send the emails in, to put in the beginning, like after the introduction or something, like yeah. or in the, on the, the subject heading, you could put. Don't say my name. Don't say my name, or it's okay for you to say my name. Yeah, just out of the gate, so I know. Yeah, because because he reads it, and then it's the name is the first thing you see, obviously. So you read that, but yeah. then, then you get to the second paragraph of the story. It's like, like, don't say, don't my, say name. my name. You go, yeah, you do a long thing like yeah. "Love you guys." Yeah. Been listening since. Now we gotta go back bit. and even yeah. reread the story, or you gotta edit it out. Exactly. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, that would save <laughs> that would save a little bit of headache if you come out of the gate and go, "Hey guys, love you guys." Don't say my name. Yeah, or it's okay to say my name. Either one, great. And if you don't say anything at all, I'm going to assume it's okay to say your name. Okay. I think that's fair. And, yeah. you know, whatever, right? Yeah. If you don't say, you don't forget, say it. If you forget and we say it. You got to stick by your words. It, then that's not. That's not yeah, you got to stick by your words. I'm going to give you. I'm not going to say your full government name. But, like, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm going to say your name. It's, a, it's, a, it's written from somebody. So, anyway, this is from Riri. I got to the bottom. It says Riri, even though the name at the beginning is different. And this, uh, the uh, title of this is How My Neighborhood Crush Died Twice. Okay. Yes. So, it says, hey, Fran and Alvin. First, I love the podcast and appreciate that you've created a space where melanated true crime lovers can get our true crime fix, accompanied by references and anecdotes to which we can relate. You go, boy. That's from Martin. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can call me Riri. There we go. That was great. Even, you know, in the beginning still. You can call me Riri. I'm going to change the names for anonymity. Please don't say my location on the podcast if you read my story and make sure it didn't say that anywhere. Cool. I still have not done that so far. I don't know how I would know that if it's not in here. But anyway, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah, here we go. I grew up in the hood of a Midwest city that you've probably dissed in one of your episodes. I forgive you. And that's fine. And I think we probably stand by it. Anyway, uh, but it's not <laughs> but it's not dissimilar from where you describe how you grew up. I went to high school in the suburbs because my mom refused to put me in the inner city school system which she was in. It's the summer of 2004, and I'm 17. Usher was letting it burn. Christina Milian was dipping it low, 
and no one could get Sierra's goodies. Okay, oh no, she's writing. Yeah. No, you're writing, writing. No, you're writing, writing. Okay. I had an on again, off again boyfriend, my age in school, who was my first love. Let's call him Tony. But I also had a crush on a slightly older neighborhood boy, and let's call him Franklin. Pretty Tony's what they call him. Pretty Tony, what they called him. Well, Franklin ended up being a low end, a, a low level drug dealer. We started talking, and then she says, "Is like, that disrespect? Low level? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's some shit. He, he wasn't. He wasn't Franklin Saint from. Let's keep it. That's the snowfall. Clear. He was low level. He he sold some dealer. dime bags, but he was talking like he was El Chapo. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't. He just had money for shoes. <laughs> low level. It wasn't giving boss. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't giving Rick Ross. It wasn't well, giving. You want machine gun him like that? I, well, Going in. Going in it was giving me. broke, disgusted, br- busted, dusty, bars, crusty, musty, bars. busty, dusty. Never, never seen a, never seen a trunk full of bricks. <laughs> Had to take orders from somebody else. Never seen any real money. All right, man. All right. Paper clip around his money. No, no rubber band. Didn't have a rubber band about it. Just a bobby pin. Not only that's big like, enough for like a bobby dollars. pin. That's about five hundred and sixty-five dollars. <laughs> a bobby pin, not. Anyway, is this in? No, it's infinite. Oh. No, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the bombs never stopped coming on Franklin. Anyway, Franklin ended up being a low-level drug dealer. We started talking, and then she put in, in a quotes like, you know, talking is what we called it back in the day. We still call it that. That's what it's called. You know, when you're not dating, but you're, you know, heading that way or, you know, early stages, you're talking. Uh, he was highly intelligent, and we had great conversations. We discussed all kinds of things, including his philosophy on drug dealing, which, I mean, she couldn't have much respect for because it was, didn't get him very far in life. It was low-level. So you know, how, how much could you have enjoyed those conversations, Riri? Anyway, fast forward about a decade. I'm back dating Tony, and my mom calls to ask me what Franklin's last name is because she saw a news article and thinks he's dead. She forwards me the article, and it's him. He was suspected of murdering one of the neighborhood's major drug dealers, and now he's dead. So imagine my surprise a couple years later when I'm on the other side of town with Tony at one of our kids' activities, oh now, so she high school sweetheart had a little drug dealer fling, bad boy thing, but you know she she knew Tony was a good dude, and they ended up having a family and kids and a life and everything like that. That's cool. Um, so she was on the other side of, of town with Tony doing some of their kids' activities, and she sees Franklin with his kids and who I assume is his girlfriend. I was stunned. Hmm. He pretended not to know me, and I did the hmm. same. The next week, I'm with my mom, and we see him at a Walmart on the other side, on on that side of town, in the toy aisle. I asked him if his name was Franklin. He said yes. Riri smiled slyly and walked away. Very weird interaction, and especially since she thought he was dead. She thought she's seeing a duppy. It's crazy. Uh, so uh, fast forward another five years. Tony and I are married and raising our kid. My mom sends me another news article. Franklin's dead again. This time it's for real. Suspicion is that his murder was retribution for the one for which he was accused. Charges were dropped inexplicably and no one knows why there was a report that he was dead around the, around that time because clearly he wasn't. But there were there are certainly conspiracy theories and those articles are nowhere to be found on the internet. And that's the story of my neighborhood crush who died twice. Sincerely, Riri. P.S. Here's the article on his arrest 
and then uh, an article on the charges dropped, and then an article on his murder. Appreciate it. I'm probably not. I'm not going to read this. I'm going to take your word for it. But um, yeah, man, it's crazy. They killed that man in the news, and you see him at a Walmart. Yeah. And then you, and then yeah, you guys wasn't. pretend like you don't know each other. So it's like maybe that wasn't him. But then you see him again, and he says, "You're yeah, Riri, it's me." And then walks away. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That was his ghost. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, and only you can see me. And he, he walked he walked away and then he floated up to this guy. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it was a dude in sunglasses waiting for him at the end of the aisle. And then he walked, he floated up to heaven, you know. It used to be terrifying, by the That's way. the scariest music video <laughs> ever. And I don't know whose decision that was to make. That's the scariest. They're all it, heaven doesn't look nice. It's like the skies are yeah, gray yeah, and the, yeah. it's on this yeah. mountain rock it's and that, oh my man. god i thought i was the only one no i was that. terrified some dude in the black and then he takes his jacket off he takes his leather duster off and he has wings yeah. and that's god yeah, man. but god looks like isaac hayes for some reason and he's like it just didn't look i didn't want to go to that heaven and they made the song scary you see your, gra- your grandparents and kids and shit. It was, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. No, I don't even know what he's saying, but I know it's demonic. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching the music video, you're like, "This is the devil." I still won't watch that. I'm not watching. <laughs> yes, that that music video is cursed. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. See so you at the crossroads. That doesn't look like heaven to me. No heaven I want to go to. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, no. Shout out to everybody involved in this week's episode. I'm not going to say anybody's names because now I'm all self conscious. I don't. Everybody, if I read your email, thank you. But I'm not going to say a list of people's names. Riri, I'll say yours because you're the last one. Thank you, Riri. Shout out to you. Other people that were involved, great ones. The person who sent in the voice submission, who never told me, don't say their name in the email or in the audio. But I appreciate it, and we thought you were great. And I know we said your name, but I'm not going to say it again right now, just to be safe. Thank you guys for everybody that participated. Um, affirmative murder at gmail.com um, please get your submissions in we would love to hear from you this is always so fun and entertaining and this is no different um, this is always a fun thing to do Fran um, uh, before we get out of here let them know always be on the lookout hey stay away from the ghosts man yes <laughs> <laughs> ghost busters <laughs>